In today's world, we are increasingly dependent on technology. Our business and personal lives rely on it, but as you've probably noticed, it's unreliable. They promise it'll get better, but it usually gets worse. Our computers are slow, so we end up squinting at smartphones and tablets. We live in constant fear that something's going to happen to our personal data. So we're scared into paying for fake protection that proves useless when disaster strikes. Update attacks, fake Wi-Fi, cloud control, and other industry scandals are designed to keep the money flowing. The jokers we pay to fix our stuff have no clue what they're doing, so they do a virus scan and then wipe out our precious photos. Intelligent, successful people feel intimidated by the chaos and think it's somehow their fault. If they only knew what the industry was doing to them, they'd get torches and pitchforks. If only we had someone to explain it all in plain English so we can start protecting ourselves. Oh wait, we do! It's the Computer Exorcist Podcast with your host, Mark Anthony Arena. From the Wallace Memorial microphone in my home office, overlooking the hills of western New York, this is the Computer Exorcist Podcast. My name is Mark Anthony Arena. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I've got a really big article. I was going to mention this article during the last interview I did with Anthony, but it's such a big article... I said to myself, this is going to take over a whole episode. So let's get right to it. You know, a lot of what I do on the show is exposing the absolute lack of ethics in my industry. And usually that comes in the form of technical controls, right? Death grips that Apple puts on their evil phones and death grips that Samsung puts on their even more evil phones. But in this case, it's just some good old-fashioned robber baron... Um, competitive tactics, right? Despicable tactics. Um, The article is called How Amazon Wins by Steamrolling Rivals and Partners. It was in the Wall Street Journal in December of 20, and uh, it is sent to me by listener Matt, who who provides me a large percentage of of the material on this show. uh, So I'm still three years behind on the articles, but we're getting there. Um, I'll have to do some some more of these where it's just me getting through the important stuff I need to get through to explain it to you all. Side note, you know I always worry about the fate of the world, but I've been reading this book called The Company, and it's a history of companies, and, and it really it was really interesting, stuff I didn't realize where originally companies were started, I mean obviously there were there were some in the Roman Empire but they were all limited to local partnerships, very small groups of people. And of course you had individual merchants, that sort of thing. But around the, the late Middle Ages, right, in the Renaissance time, companies had to be sanctioned by by the crown, right, whoever, whatever your monarch was. And so there were very few of them. And it just talked about how it all worked and how it was so intertwined with government. And the book was written in 05 
So yeah, I'm sure toward the end they'll they'll do a little bit of talk about the dot com bubble that had just happened, but really I'm thinking to myself they have no idea about all of the extreme control and the ambition to supplant government that Silicon Valley has today in the 2020s. Um, but really, it also kind of made me calm down a little bit. And, you know, the robber barons eventually fizzled out in the, in the 1800s, 1900s. Eventually that fizzled out. And luckily, we aren't controlled today by the railroads or by U.S. steel or anything like that. So it kind of gives some hope that, yes, they have a little time. They have their time and their 15 minutes of shame, 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> but it actually was 15 minutes of shame, huh? They had their time in the sun and the limelight, but eventually they'll fizzle out, right? And and what is it? The, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And Jesus always said the empires of the earth, they come and go, right? They don't, they don't stand, right? Even the, the largest empires last only a couple thousand years, which is nothing in historical terms. Uh, so that being said, uh, that's that's the intro here. Side note, uh, make sure you sign up for my virtual town hall, my first virtual town hall. We can watch it from anywhere on any computer. It'll be the end of June of 2023 here. And you can sign up on my website. There's a spot in my Become an Exorcist page and on my contact page. There's a lot of places to do it. I also sent out an email. Uh, but look for, you'll see events calendar on my website. I just added that. So go there. The virtual town hall is free. If you have friends who, who you want to explain about me and you can't, I can't explain this, Mark guy. You just have to hear them. Then invite them to the virtual town hall. You just go to my website on that day and you listen to me speak. And it's just like the podcast, except you get to see me and my Italian hand gestures. So <clears throat> you get to witness visually my exasperation with my industry. Also, don't forget on my website, on the Computer Exorcist podcast page, uh, there's a thing where you can buy mugs and hoodies and shirts and stuff like that that say you are a fan of the Computer Exorcist. So that helps out the show. That helps get the word out there. So thanks in advance if you do that. All right, here we go. How Amazon Wins by Steamrolling Rivals and Partners. Here we go. CEO Jeff Bezos still runs the e-commerce giant with the drive of a startup trying to survive. And that strand of its corporate DNA is becoming a liability. So that's really interesting. That's how they managed to grow, right? Um, it's like if you're, it's honestly like HGH, the human growth hormone, right? People are taking these supplements of growth hormones that are usually only present naturally in the human body when you're young, right? So he's got his company on HGH. Bezos built Amazon from his garage with an underdog's ambition to take on the establishment. I love the underdog. Who doesn't? He imbued staff with an obsession to grow fast by grabbing customers using the biggest selection and lowest prices. Today, he has more than 1.1 million employees in a market valuation around $1.6 That might be a bit more now after COVID. But Amazon never really grew up. Mr. Bezos still runs it with the drive of a startup trying to survive. Right, and that's cool because you're always on edge, right? A lot of these huge companies are so stodgy and cumbersome and backward and very slow to react. So this is admirable that he's doing that. Um, but that's my problem with a lot of Silicon Valley, right? They're putting out these beta products, these untested products, unrefined products, and they dog food them on us 
and they expect us to be the testers, right? They hurry things to market. Look at the AI scandal that's happening here in 2023. It's it's a battle. It's a race to the bottom. They came out with ChatGPT, and then Microsoft had its own version of it, and then Google came out, and, and they all said they're all half-baked things that are, are being rushed to market, and Google admitted it. Yeah, well, we're in a hurry because everyone else is doing it, so we're just going to release this AI garbage. And unfortunately with AI the societal implications are much worse than just, oh, I bought this new streaming device that happens to have some bugs, right? They're they're releasing AI, which will, will be the downfall of humanity. Mark my words, Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk agree with me. Okay, <clears throat> anyway, that ethos helps keep Amazon booming. Aggressive competition is a hallmark of a successful business. It's also why tech and retail giant Amazon is the target of rivals, regulators, and politicians who say its tactics are unfair. As the company has grown, so has its capacity to take on an ever-growing array of competitors. Amazon has continually expanded into new categories in its online store. Consumer electronics, toys, home improvement. There was, there was a short while, like 10 years ago, where I was just buying everything on Amazon. And yeah, it's convenient, but... But I realize there's there's a lot of alternatives, right? That's your take home from all of this is try to buy everything on Newegg. Most of what I buy is computer parts for work so I can get everything on Newegg. But seek out alternatives whenever possible. I always say that about everything with big tech. Seek out alternatives whenever possible, right? Amazon is taking advantage of your laziness and taking advantage of the fact that you just, oh, I'll just get everything all in one place. It's great, right? That's what Walmart did 20 years ago when they started putting local businesses out of business, right? People, I'll just get everything I need at Walmart, right? And that's cool. That's one thing. You know, Walmart was quote-unquote bad enough, but Amazon is much more dastardly. Let's keep going. Office products, clothing, jewelry, beauty, baby products, Kindle, Amazon Basics Electronics Store, Amazon Handmade Storefront, which uh, competes with Etsy, uh, Prescription Medicine now, they're doing that. To keep customers happy, which Bezos has long said is Amazon's fixation, executives behind the scenes have methodically waged targeted campaigns against rivals and partners alike. Even their partners. All right, and I get it. You're keeping customers happy by feeding into their desire for convenience. No competitor is too small to draw Amazon's sights. It cloned a line of camera tripods that a small outside company sold on Amazon's site, hurting the vendor's sales so badly. Uh, and that's something really important here, folks. You know, it, focus on, I could see you want to fight against your main competitors, but if you get to a point, unfortunately, a lot of this cloud stuff is all about having the ability. You have so many computers that those computers can fight against even the smallest stuff, right? It's like Google has so many computers, they can spy on our every move, something that the Soviets couldn't dream of. When Amazon decided to compete with furniture retailer Wayfair, Bezos' deputies created what they called the Wayfair Parity Team, which studied how Wayfair procured, sold, and delivered furniture, eventually re uh, replicating a majority of its offerings. Amazon set its sight on Allbirds, Inc., the maker of popular shoes using natural and recycled materials. So that's your lesson, folks. If you sell stuff on Amazon, don't get popular or they'll crush you. Uh, last year, they launched a shoe called Gallon that looks nearly identical to Allbirds' shoes. Side note, I just got into these shoes called Hey Dude, and they're extremely comfortable. I think they have, like, cork as the 
the uh, base of it. Extremely comfortable. I found them at Marshall's, and unfortunately at Marshall's, you know, next year I'll go to find that again, and I won't find it. But I'm gonna, I, I will seek these people out. This Hey Dude brand because they're they're extremely good. Um, you know, everything I do, I try to avoid Amazon. Sure, you know what? But again, you know, the nine is better than eleven, right? You, you know, most of the time, avoid Amazon. But if you really need something, great. You know, don't let it ruin your life. Don't spite yourself. Jeff Bezos doesn't care if you order one thing a year. Okay, it's not gonna, it's not gonna make him more powerful. You can't help but look at a trillion-dollar company putting their muscle in their pockets and their machinations, all behind something you've put your career against, said Allbirds. An Amazon spokesman said the company's offering products inspired by the trends. Right? So again, they're just going after their competitors and hunting down and competing with something that looks popular. Amazon has zeroed in on Shopify, a fast-growing Canadian company that helps small merchants create online shops. Amazon has established a secret team to replicate parts of Shopify's business model. From its start as an online bookstore, Amazon has expanded into an online retailer with a presence in nearly every category. It's also the leading provider of cloud computing services, right? And that's really scary because everyone in my industry is a lazy slob. So it's just, oh, well, we'll just put you on Amazon. We'll put you on Amazon, right? They're all unoriginal. I don't know. I just heard Amazon. The name comes to mind. Well, they're big. We're going to put you with them because they're big. Okay. Um, side note, I knew about Amazon. I knew about Google. I knew about Bitcoin before everyone else did because I went to a tech school. But unfortunately, at the time, I didn't have the money or the inclination to invest in them. Uh, so that's why I was I invested in Tesla very early, um, because I didn't want to have any regrets, right? Don't kick yourself about things that already happened, but go ahead and find something new. Like, go ahead and invest in whatever's coming up next. <clears throat> but yeah, I knew about Amazon a while ago. And definitely what, they, what, what they're good at is, is making things convenient, right? Just streamlining. Okay, he still exhorts his employees to consider Amazon a startup. It is always day one, Bezos likes to say. Day two is stasis, followed by irrelevance, followed by excruciating painful decline, followed by death. Think about Xerox and Kodak and Microsoft. Um, Bezos originally considered calling his company Relentless. That's interesting. And Relentless.com still points to Amazon. I tried it. It's, it's really cool. Rivals and partners say competitive zeal looks like unfair practices. Amazon employees use data about independent sellers on its platform to develop competing products. They use their own sellers' data against them. That's horrible, right? Let's say you're a store, uh, you're a grocery store, and someone wants to sell their cookies with you, and then you find out what flavors of cookies people like, and, and you use that against people. I mean, yeah, as a retailer, you have the right to know your own statistics, but they're, they are using <clears throat> data to crush their own sellers. They're honestly turning on their own customers, right? Because one of Amazon's customer bases is, is the sellers. That's one of their sources of income, right? So listen, folks, Amazon, again, takes advantage of the consumer's laziness, but it'll take advantage of the seller's laziness too. I attend a lot of presentations about new products uh, because I'm I'm an alum who's still involved in, in a tech school that I went to, but but 
every time, oh, it's just, we'll sell it on Amazon. We got this new product, we'll sell it on Amazon. And I said, why don't you do something else? Do Shopify or do your own independent website or whatever. I oh, will just sell it on Amazon. Okay, it's all about your laziness. They take advantage of everyone's laziness. It's all about laziness. It's up to you to fight this, okay? We all know what laws and regulations do. They ultra-complexify things so that it makes it harder for a competitor to come in the market to compete with Amazon. That's all laws do, folks. Okay, they mean well. Yes, we want to stop monopolies, but laws make things ultra-complex to create barriers to entry. Okay, I know I sound like a broken record with all this stuff, but that's very important, okay? Because apparently no one knows this. Um, they compete with their would-be partners. Amazon has limited some competitors' ability to promote rival streaming devices, right? Um, it was really hard. It was, you actually couldn't buy a Roku on Amazon for the longest time because it was competing with their Fire Stick, right? Both are good products, but still, it's, they were trying to crush it. <clears throat> I remember there was a brand called Media Link, and they made beautiful routers that were extremely simple and lasted forever, I have a client who's had one for like 10 years and it's extremely simple and lasted a long time. And they were selling on Amazon exclusively or primarily and Amazon crushed them one day because they said one thing and Amazon deemed them hate speech. Amazon crushed them and now you can't find this router anymore. They likely went out of business. Uh, and that was very sad, right? So don't put all your eggs in one basket if you're if you are looking for an online retailer. Don't just put your eggs in the Amazon basket. Huh. <clears throat> Amazon didn't directly address the question of whether it hobbles uh, rivals marketing, saying it's common practice among retailers to choose which products they promote. All right, that's true, right? So again, but but they're using their extreme, exceptionally large weight to crush people. Um, and look, it's like Wegman's grocery store, right? They are trying to move to- closer toward Trader Joe's, where they do mostly house brands. Um, and some of their Wegmans brand foods pretty good, so they'll they'll push their own Wegmans brand products more than the than the major brands out there, but they still carry them. Justice Department last year launched a broad investigation of the market power of large tech companies, including Amazon, and the FTC has oversight of Amazon as part of a broader look into the business practices of big tech. Europe's antitrust regulators last month charged Amazon with violating competition law. House Antitrust Subcommittee concluded a report accusing Amazon of exerting monopoly power over sellers on its website. Amazon has denied it, saying large companies are not dominant by definition, and the presumption that success can only be the result of anti-competitive behavior is simply wrong. Right? Again, okay, so their success has come from that behavior, sure, but also, also, in their defense, their success has come from our laziness. Okay? A decade ago, Pirate Trading LLC was selling more than $3.5 million of camera tripods. Amazon began launching its own version of Pirate Trading's top-selling tripods under the Amazon Basics label. And that label, by the way, is just things that are basic needs for the house. USB cords or little simple commodity items like that, right? And it's usually really quality stuff. But apparently it should be called Amazon knockoffs. Um, the the um, 
company, Pirate Trading, ordered one of Amazon's tripods and found it had the same components and shared the same design. Amazon used the same manufacturer that Pirate Trading had used. Amazon priced one of its clone tripods below what Pirate Trading was uh, selling for. Pirate Trading determined it would be cheaper to buy the Amazon version and repackage it and resell it. And he decided not to do that. That's incredible. That's that's beyond uh, can't beat them, join them kind of thing. That's incredible. So Amazon called Pirate Trading's original f- supplier and said, Hey, you know that thing you're selling to Pirate Trading? Why don't you sell it to us and we'll buy a higher quantity? So they used the, the economies of scale. They bought a higher quantity at a lower price. So much so that this dude could actually buy the Amazon version and repackage it, and he would actually save money. It's he would buy it from Amazon retail, retail cheaper than what he was paying the factory directly for cost of production. That's nuts! Wow, <clears throat> Amazon suspended pirate trading camera tripod models that competed with their own Amazon Basics. So it's not enough that they undercut their price, but they crushed it and suspended it. Remember, the cloud is all about stonewalling people. They crush people and you have no recourse. That's what I mean when I say cloud stonewalling. Since Apple and Google and Amazon are monopolies, if you have a problem with them, YouTube as well, you can't appeal. You make an appeal and they laugh at you and stonewall you because you have nowhere else to go. If they had competitors, they wouldn't be able to do that. They wouldn't be able to behave in this way. Tell your friends, cloud stonewalling is a huge scandal in this industry. And I will have to write a tech tip about that at some point. So Amazon, again, they turned around and attacked and shut down pirate trading completely. uh, Shut down the models that they were competing with. They said, they alleged that it had authenticity issues. And in 2015, they fully suspended all of their products, crushing them completely. All right, so we're going to copy your product. Then we're going to come out with, we're going to go backstab you and go to your factory and buy them in a larger quantity so we get them cheaper. We're going to sell them under our Amazon brand's basic brand name. Then we're going to crush you and say that you were the imposter, that you weren't authentic. We're going to accuse you of being the knockoff. Unbelievable. Amazon sellers said they've received notifications saying their products are used or counterfeit. Amazon just stabs you and then crushes you. They suspend their seller account until you can prove that your products are legitimate. You are guilty until proven innocent. And guess what? Several sellers told the journal they provided those details to Amazon to get their accounts reinstated only for Amazon to turn around and introduce its own versions of the products using the same manufacturer. All right, so we set our sights on you. Here, here's another tactic. We, we see your products are popular. We set our sights on you. We attack and accuse you of being an imposter, okay? Then, then we make you guilty until proven innocent. You have to prove to us that somehow these products are genuine, which makes no sense. So you have to tell us where you're buying them. We then turn around 
and call that factory, right? So that's how they get in touch with the factory in order to betray you. That's incredible. Some um, intermediary black box factories will hide suppliers' identity from Amazon. Thank you. I'm so glad some people are doing that. More than half of all product searches start on Amazon's search bar. Okay, and here we go back to insights, right? Again, I mean, Walmart was one thing, you know, with the economies of scale, but this is this is blatant elimination here. So more than half of all product searches start on Amazon's search bar. All product searches in the world on any retailer. It's literally like being held as a prisoner with Amazon, said Billy, who's a seller of patio products. There's no place else companies like us can go, right? And I beg to differ, right? It's a chicken and egg. You have to get your products on another platform, even if you do dual platform. When I was working in computer parts industry, we sold parts on our own website and on eBay. So the day eBay crushed us and stonewalled us because we sold one DVD that was against their their stupid rules that everyone else was selling anyway, they crushed us. At least 100% of our company wasn't crushed. At least, at least we only lost 50% of our business, okay? So do a dual platform. For example, if I really don't want to stream on YouTube, but if I ever do, I'm not going to rely on it primarily, right? Just like even Apple Podcasts, right? It's just a podcast directory that connects people with my show. Uh, and I'm on there, and I think it's like two-thirds of my listeners listen through Apple Podcasts, but I warn people all the time. Yes, I'm available on Apple Podcasts until the day Apple deems me hate speech and decides to crush me. So I don't have all my eggs in one basket. Okay, I won't lose all my audience. So please, folks, if you're listening to me through Apple Podcasts, get off of there. Get some other podcast directory or just go directly to my website and the red circle is my host and just listen that way. Um, But yeah, just know that eventually Apple will probably deem me hate speech because I speak the truth and I'm exposing what big tech is doing. So they'll eventually try to stonewall me and crush me. But they're not going to crush me. They're not going to crush this show. They're not going to crush us. Okay? So he sent Amazon invoices from his manufacturer because his account was under threat of suspension, right? And he worries about Amazon calling that that manufacturer. Uh, But so far he hasn't seen any Amazon-branded imitations of his patio furniture. Mr. Bezos set out to make Amazon a destination where consumers can find everything they want and continues that push. If a company's offering something that Amazon thinks they can do better or less expensively, then they will try to do it, um, said Patrick, who's an Amazon employee. Amazon's philosophy from the start, he said, to basically have everything a customer wants, even if it's something only a few customers want, right? And that's, that's the same thing, uh, that's how it, uh, Walmart got so big, because, hey, look, it's nice, I walk into Walmart, and yeah, I can do my groceries now, even, but also I can get some obscure part. And honestly, my recommendation here is to use Amazon and Walmart for those obscure parts, if you must, but do your major shopping anywhere else, right? It's the 80-20 thing. If you want to do 80% of your shopping at, at some local grocery store that has most of what you need, then do that, please. Only go to to Amazon and Walmart for things that you can't find anywhere else. Or again, the occasional thing ain't going to kill someone, okay? Remember that. It's it's the people who are full-blown, crank it up to 11, I hate everything and I'm against everything. Believe me, I used to be that guy. If you listened to me 10 years ago, I was that guy. 
Um, but if, if you want it ain't going to kill someone if you buy something once or twice, right? If I buy one HP product in my life, it ain't going to kill me. So that's the deal there. Matter of fact, I will start having to buy HP products so that I can teach classes on how to fight against them. So it will be worthwhile, won't it, right? It, it'll be a deal with the devil, but it'll be worth it. So sometimes it is worth it to do something that, that you're allergic to, right? Years ago, back in 08, I remember um, sitting home and I said, I refuse to use Microsoft products. Guess what? Microsoft doesn't care if one dude refuses to use their products. But you know what? As soon as I relented and said, yeah, you know what? I, I actually should use them and use the Microsoft products against them. I went to work for that computer parts company. We were selling parts for Apple's. So we were helping people get away from Microsoft. And I ended up using Microsoft stuff to, and learning it more so that I could clean up Microsoft machines and protect people from all of the nasty spying that they're doing. Okay, so sometimes it gives in to just let go a little bit, let go 1%, let go a little bit and relax a little bit to get out of what you're doing. So this article is so huge, we're actually going to take a break and continue next time. Um, let's see, what page am I on? I'm about halfway through. So we'll come back next time and finish this article. I hope you're enjoying this. This is very important stuff. Again, <clears throat> buy stuff from competitors whenever possible and avoid the laziness. Your laziness contributes to the growth of Amazon and YouTube and everything else, right? I now seek out alternative platforms. If my favorite show is on YouTube, but also on another platform like Rumble or Caffeine or Twitch, then I will use that alternative. So do what you can, seek out the alternatives, and don't buy things from them unless you have to. That's the story here. And we'll keep going next time about how Amazon betrays their own sellers and crushes their own sellers. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you go to thecomputerexorcist.com, thecomputerexorcist.com, and buy all the hoodies and mugs, and you get my free recommendations. I just revamped the site, made it prettier. Tell me what you think, and we will talk to you next time.